0: As you can hear, I'm not 100% ready with the tech yet, but just about there. David, how's it been? David Shapiro joining us us, um, once again around about this time to talk investments. But before we get into that, Dave, uh, I did give you a bit of homework, if you recall, last week. And said, if the um, gas prospects in Mm. the Southern Cape are for real, uh, which Mm. I for one do believe they are, how can we get a little slice of it as investors?
1: I, you know, Alec, it's going to be much broader. The more i thought about it, you know, you're not quite sure which companies are going to be involved. Uh, you know, the the only real exploration company that we have that I know is involved in that would be something like Sasol. But I think I think there's a much broader benefit. You know, the more you think about it and you only have to go to our current account, uh, numbers that came out today, uh, for the first quarter, you know, you'll see a trade deficit and the big trade deficit is, is largely because of, uh, the oil that we import. So any move that would reduce that is going to have a uh, significant underpin to the, to the total economy and also come around. I think also around that, Alec, is the ancillary effects of um of, of of mining here or of uh really um developing an industry. And I don't think people fully comprehend uh the multiplier effects of of what mining did for this country or what setting up a factory does. So I think, you know, the more I think about it, I couldn't quite link it to 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 any particular business because uh, we don't know enough about who's going to benefit and who's going to be behind the financing of it, but I think any move like that has has major major implications. Because, you know, when you start to sink a hole, of course, it, you need equipment. Where do you get that equipment? You know, where do you get the the uh, uh, servicing of that kind of equipment and so on. And, uh, you know, if you go back to the gold industry, you'll understand, um, you know, when we were, uh, when we were the resource capital of the world back in the sixties and seventies and eighties, um, what those mines did, what a single shaft did to an entire area, to an entire city. So I think you must think around those kind of benefits mm. more so than perhaps saying, is there an individual company in which we can you know, benefit? A couple of things,
0: and interesting, I hadn't even thought of it, but you you made the point that they're going to need finance. You're going to yes. need finance down there, so mm, nice story for the banks. But the, yes. the other thing was the late Tony Twine, who was a, a great mm. economist, and I mean, Tony was blind, and yet he was one of the most mm-hmm. uh, uh, amazing uh, e- economists South Africa has produced because he's, he somehow just absorbed all the facts without being able to read them, mm-hmm. which, which I guess if you're an economist, to be blind is a huge uh, handicap. And he said that the shale gas, yeah. even, even a fraction mm-hmm. of what we know is there in the Karoo, that was going to create hundreds of thousands of jobs. Now mm. these these strikes mm. that well the first strike that Total has had and Shell is putting its money in there as well in in the whole Bralpada and mm. the and the uh, the trough off the Southern Cape coast yeah. that's much bigger than shale gas yeah. and potentially yeah. you know those are big numbers when you talk about yeah. hundreds of thousands of jobs then
1: and how and you know what they do is that uh, I think they help our finances you know they they just help the trade balance we don't have to go. And earn dollars to pay to import oil. Um, if you go back to Sassel, I know the, the Sassel project in the 1950s was, was really developed because of fear that we might, there might be boycotts against us because of the apartheid projects. And, uh, we developed, uh, you know, we developed, uh, Sassel, uh, but this is natural. You know, that was taking coal and converting it into oil, but this is a completely different industry. Mm. But I think people you know Alec I did a something came across my desk today which was so interesting and I was looking in the cupboard and I found a report that uh, was produced on the in October 1968 and it had all the listed shares it had all the listed mining companies and so on and what what really struck me is that because of the mining wealth that we were creating we were able to finance other industries. You know, if I look at the number of um packaging companies, the number of uh, the production numbers, they were very, very small. In 1968, there were only a handful of banks listed, a handful, literally a handful of insurance companies. So the service side was very small. What was big was a productive side, and uh that's – that's the kind of benefit uh, that you will get uh, uh, from that and from employment. You know, the higher employment, and it's a one way that we can get and, and, and create jobs. You know, you need projects of that magnitude to actually uh, uh, help employment. You know. David, uh, talk about mm-hmm. the
0: productive side, and the big loser on the JSC today was Sappy. It's just taking a
1: caning hasn't it mm, it's mm, down mm, six six
0: and a half percent mm. today really is under a lot of pressure what's going on there
1: i look i you know i, I think the recovery is uh complete and what's happening now is the realities of the industry in which they're uh um involved are starting to tell uh increased competition um i think the price rises that they put uh, up uh, you know, they can no longer do that anymore. They're not in the same, they're not in the packaging side. You know, Mondi kind of converted its whole business model much towards, uh, uh, packaging. Um, SAPI still remains quite involved in paper, which is magazine quality paper. Um, yes, they are making some benefits from chemicals from, uh, what do you call it? Uh, well, the, wood- you know, when you, Wood uh, fiber, make, pulp, fiber, that kind of yeah, stuff. Mm. yeah, you know, from, 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 from material out of that. But it's not making a significant, uh, uh change to their, you know, t- 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 sorry, to their revenues. And also they're facing increased costs. So they're getting squeezed by lower demand and lower margins because they can't increase prices and then also increase costs. So we've seen the share come down from the heights that we saw about a year ago. Uh, to these levels and it's been a massive reversal they're holding their debt you know they, they, they can't help that because uh, debt has increased simply because of uh, uh, the prospect so Dave? just a completely changed story mm. yeah. we're
0: going to be talking to Bernard Swanepoel in a moment and you yeah, and I remember yeah. him in the studio yeah. for these from his mm. days as CEO of Harmony and I was just looking at the Harmony share price along with other mm. gold shares had a ro- lovely run up from 23 yeah. Rand mm. Monday mm. last week to 28.50 today yeah. When the gold shares start running, it tends to suck people in. Is it sucking you mm. in?
1: No. <laughs> you <know what? laughs> why? Why? I've I've been watching gold shares now. Funny enough, Harmony's been the one that's actually um, kind of underperformed, if you want to call it, even though it's performed. But what has staggered me, and is that over the last two weeks, and you can check this up, Goldfields is up almost fifty percent. I think somewhere in the Region of about forty five, forty six um, percent. Harmony is uh, sorry, gold fields have run up, and then Anglo Gold has run up about thirty percent and was up again today. Now I can't, I can't reconcile it because when I look at the gold price, yes, the gold price has come from uh, it's at about a fifteen week high, a three month high, but it's still very much around the thirteen thirty, thirteen forty level, not really doing a lot. I know the rand is helping, but we don't our, both goldfields and Angler Gold are not RAND miners anymore. <laughs> they don't mine here anymore. They mine outside. Um so what is driving them up? I think it's it's uh, general global buyers of gold shares who um who see problems in the world, they see the threat to the global economy that trade wars might bring. So they come in for gold shares as a kind of safe haven. So I think this is safe haven buying, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's been very aggressive. So harmony. Good luck to them. You know, I'm not. I'm happy for Bernard.
0: Well, I don't think Bernard has too many shares left. But a, a very, <laughs> no. a very good point there. Goldfields is at seventy five rand today. Mm. It was at fifty one rand fifty yeah. last Monday. My goodness. Yeah. So yeah. forty. What's it, Forty five percent. Big increase. Mm. Dave. Good talking with you as always. Uh, happy week ahead, and look forward to chatting next week.
1: Thank you. Okay. Cheers, Alex.
0: Cheers, Dave.